is rooted in a system called self-centeredness and takes itself to be this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, the major quality of that is feeling like you're the doer, yes? So when something happens through you, like thinking, there's a feeling I'm the thinker, yeah? Or feeling, I'm the feeler, yeah? Some shit comes through, I'm the shitter, yeah? Yes? There's this, a, a constant vague sense of being the doer, okay? So let's say this nasty, or just say a mental wind, let's say jealousy, yeah? wants to come through. Yeah. And let's say jealousy right now is sort of inhibited because maybe you're in recovery from alcoholism. But let's say you drink, and so that jealousy, which was just a little nuisance, like, you know, you'd be wanting to ask your friend, where were you last night? But, you know, it would maybe bounce around a little bit, but it didn't have much oomph, like not, not much push, yeah? But now it gets some fuel in there, and now jealousy has a real, like a, a megaphone. Yeah? And now you're like trying to get into her, you know, internet, you know, email. You'd want to see if you can listen to her voicemails. And you're parking outside a house, maybe, on inappropriate times. Yeah? Hours long hours. Yes? You see how it gets amplified. Yeah? When you're subdued by one sort of uh, circumstance, which is recovery, it subdues those things to be taken over and amplified. But when that, is, that umbrella of protection is removed, these winds start a howling, and they've got their juice to really express out here. And when they express out here, they usually do it in a sort of destructive, damage way, where there's a lot of cleanup is necessary. Yeah? There's a, in other words, like a hurricane or that tornado, but when a tornado, it only lasts 30 seconds, but here in time, its damage is lasting, could last for years, yeah? Like this, like I got run over by a car loaded. So, that, I don't even remember getting hit by the car, you know, which was actually a mercy. But I was, get, I was loaded on Quailus and Grand Marnier, and I was going to a bar at like 12 o'clock on a s Sunday night in January 30th in freezing cold Long Island, New York, and there was only two people in the bar. And I had already gone in there and found out there was only two people. But I went back an hour later thinking that a party had broken out. And I got hit by a car. So this, that little event has caused an effect here for 30-something years. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. So these winds, they're sitting, and they have, they're just possibilities. Yeah? They're not finding fruition. But when you're identified as a self, when they blow through you, you'll claim them to be yours. Yeah? So when jealousy comes through, you won't see it as jealousy, you'll see it as my jealousy. Yeah? When you act out here, you won't see that you were possessed and driven into that action, you will say it was my action. And then guilt and shame will sort of live in that Petri dish of doership, yes? And which will provoke and promote a whole other fucking mutation. Yeah? Almost like a fungus that just gets into all the seams of your life. Yeah? 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 So this is, so everything that would move through you, you would never be able to find out what it was because you think it's yours. <laughs> you think you're the one who's jealous. You think you're the one who's angry. You think you're the one who drank. Yeah? You think you're the one who's responsible, but in a really weird way. I would much rather say you're accountable. But you're not responsible. 
Because if you were responsible, you would have to be prior to that action. But the narration is actually after the action. Yeah? The sense of you arising comes after the action. It, it sort of comes after the shit hits the fan. Yeah? It claims to be the face that the shit hit, and then it has tons of stories about all that. Yeah? But in fact, the wind blew before you knew it, in a sense. Yeah? As it's blowing through you, you your mind claims it and says, oh, Jesus, I'm jealous. And then maybe you don't want to be jealous, and then fucking it just just geometrically progresses, right? When you don't want to be a fraud, you'll feel like one thousands of times. If there's any resistance to these winds, you'll actually be feeling them, and then you'll be living under the fear of them blowing, which is them blowing, yes? So, we're saying, you know, there's no way you're going to control these winds when they're already blown through the little flute, yeah? Like the song's out, the note's out, <laughs> Yeah, it's got life. It's found. It's found expression. Yeah, it's it's been heard. It's been seen. It's been felt already. You can't go suck them all back and spin them that way. Yeah, but what would happen if what would happen if you took the tarmac away? So those mental winds would have nowhere to land. Yeah, maybe if you're not the doer. Maybe if you're not a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Maybe if you're not how your mind presents you to be, the thought system of self-centeredness, and what it reinforces all day, you as this action figure. If you were not that, maybe if that wind blew through you, you would see it as a foreign wind, so to speak. You would see it as a mental state having the possibility to express itself. And you can maybe see what's allowing that to happen. And if you see what's allowing that to happen, and you're not that which allows it to happen, it may change that the winds of your fucking life here. Yeah? It may change what's attempting to express through you, which has carte blanche, because every time it expresses through you, you call it yours. It's like, it's like hiding, it's like putting a police uniform on the thief. Yeah? Who did this? You know, did something happen? You know that, but you what? You, you never get to the. To, you always blame you <laughs> or another you, <laughs> but you never point to what can't be seen. Yeah, you can't. So what happened with me is I'm not that. I am not that idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate. I don't know what the fuck I am, but I know what I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that. This, this room right now is full of yous. Yeah? That's all I can say. There's a lot of yous in this room. Yeah? The problem is, when this you, right, sitting here, becomes aware of or notices the eye of seeing and hearing and feeling and tasting and touching going on, it calls this you me. <laughs> and as soon as I stop seeing this you, as a you, and take it to me, to be me, all shit hits the fan. And yet, if I ask everyone here, who are, they, who are they seeing right now, they'd say you. And if I got 8 billion people in the room, and they'd say the same thing, I'm seeing a you. Yet stubbornly, my, my mental process, the selfing process, there is no self. There's a process of mind, a mental process, that's selfing. And the selfing is the act of being identified as, yeah? It's a verb it's doing, yes? 
and it's doing it. This, there's a lot of gaps and a lot of times, but it seems like it's been doing it forever because it has a historical feeling to it also. Yeah? So when it's selfing, it's implying there was, was a self and there will be a self. Yeah? It just doesn't give you a sense of self now. It does in a way give you, but it has a mental tale that goes two ways. There was Paul and there will be Paul. Yeah? And so you become the constant of life. Not awareness, not quote-unquote God, not consciousness, but you. And now, what is so, now becomes a verb that you do. So I'm either conscious or not conscious based on basically the mental whims going on in my head. So if I do something that my mind would say, yeah, that would produce some credit for you, like a retreat, then you feel good. But as soon as you leave the retreat, maybe three hours later, it's all fucking gone. So then you think, well, I'll just do more, and more, and more, and more. It doesn't work, yes? So here, what's happening? I, yeah? Not this I, I, something, consciousness, sees you, yes? Now, you'd say the exact same thing. What's happening from where you are? No, I, I see you. That's right. So basically the same experience is happening, right? I see you, and then you can, I see you. Yeah? Now, everyone in the room here is a you to me. Yeah? But everyone to the I is an I. <laughs> it's seeing the you, but it's not what I see that's I. I is I, yeah? I am seeing you, an object. You're seeing this as an object. The same I is seeing this as an object. This object has a brain and it says, you know what? I'm going to ask myself a question. Who am I? And you know what? It's me. What's me? But a you identified as. Yes? And there's only one me in this whole place. Isn't it amazing? There's billions of yous, but there's only one me. <laughs> there's only one me. Even though if I took a vote, everyone would say I'm a you. <laughs> I'm stubbornly holding on to the idea I'm a me. I don't care how many people vote. They're fucking wrong. I'm very special. I'm very unique. I'm terminally unique. Well, this, that's, that's what makes me up. See, if you could see what makes me up is you, <laughs> a you, and then you realize I'm not a you, that would be taking the elevator of attention into the eye. Yes? And the eye is what's seeing. The eye is what's feeling. If you want to use the word I as awareness, the awareness is what's having an experience here. Yes? It's sort of witnessing it all. Yeah? The mental process just tries to sneak around it and says, it's me that's seeing, it's me that's thinking, it's me that's feeling, it's me that's having, it's me that's doing, yes? Instead of realizing there's thinking, having, doing, this and that, but the awareness is not participating as a noun in any of it, yeah? Wouldn't you like a little bit of that flavor in your, like, chock full of chocolate story about you? Just a little bit, like, skim off the fucking top of obsession, <laughs> you know? Let your attention and interest maybe go, like, free range, go somewhere else on a day like today. 
You know? Why does it always have to, no matter how far it goes, it comes back to, it's like a boomerang. It always comes back to me. Never to you. It's, I throw my attention out. It never comes back to you. It always comes back to me. <laughs> what would happen if the me would be dropped? Maybe it wouldn't come back this way. Maybe it would just disperse and extend. Yeah? And maybe you'd get a sense of what the, the space-like quality of mind is by the attention and interest just streaming. Yeah? Instead of constantly meeting and running into a thing just to bounce back like a sonar to another thing. So every you, 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 So the you is basically its only part is that reverberate the me. <laughs> My whole story about seeing you is about me, basically. <laughs> My whole story about being a thinker is about me. Me, 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 me. Why don't I have so much interest in you? And I have an inordinate amount of interest in me. When we're both yous, in a sense, and we're all the one I, why is it that I have, I forget all about the I, I have some interest in you, because, whatever, you know. <laughs> but most of it is all on me. You don't see? Why would you want to try to work out here to make it better for you? Just realize, you're not trying to make it better for you. You're trying to make it better as me. Yeah? Drop the me, and maybe the you's going to do a lot better. All the while, the I will be present. All the while, the I will always be there, always available at all times. Always there, the contextual sense of that awareness, the sense of presence will be there. At any time, no matter where you are, no matter how you feel, no matter how far away you think you are from it, or no matter how close you think you are from it, no matter how much you want just to be in the experience that you have, that thing, that no thing, that space is available. Because it's space. It cannot not be available. Yeah? Its nature is what causes it to be available. It's not merciful. It's not benevolent. It's awareness. Yeah? Spaciousness. Openness. That's, that's its nature. So, of course, those qualities tend to beam out. Yeah? So I don't know, in recovery, it's so damn simple. You and I have gotten our asses kicked. Literally. Yeah? Literally. I see it every freaking day. I see it, but thank God I see it as, as a part of this little story. I see it 24 years ago. I was thoroughly convinced about the, of the principles of recovery. Any life run on self-will is not going to be successful. Self-knowledge avails you nothing. What does that mean? It means any knowledge claimed by you as a self is not going to lead you to freedom from self. Yeah. You have to see the self thing doesn't have a life. It has to claim a life. That's what it does. So knowledge is part of life. It will claim the knowledge. So now you'll be an expert of why you're fucked, but you'll still be fucked. But you'll know why you're fucked. That's what happens when people call me. They know why they went out and drank, but they still drank. How, how, how did it serve you to know why you went out and drank? You still drank. I'd rather not know 
why I'm not drinking and stay not drinking. I would. I don't really need to have knowledge about how it's working. I just want it to work. Yeah. I don't really. I don't give a shit how it's working. It's working. Yeah. But I want to know why. Why would you? Why would you want to claim that something has nothing to do with you? Maybe it's in much better hands now. Yeah. Maybe you can give up the desire to know, which is all just mental candy, and just rest in the I don't know and find out. And after a period of time of finding out, you will be thoroughly convinced about the principles of recovery. You're under good hands. You'll be taken care of if your performance works well and stay close to it. Yes? You'll be convinced. You will cease, cease fighting everyone and anything. You'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. The problem will not exist for you anymore. And when it really stabilizes, it's because it doesn't exist as you anymore. Yeah. And then, there's a point, a tipping point, where you're convinced. It's a done deal. The little mental thought system dogs get called off. There's no need to fucking have the parasite get its tentacles over or anything and figure it or try to figure it out. I know this. This is the solution. That's the big problem. <laughs> when the selfie claims the solution, watch out. <laughs> yeah? This is about, I don't know, and therefore I find out. It's so fresh because there can't be a point of claiming it. Because once there's a claiming of it, that ain't it. You get to dance with the girl until she turns, until you call her my girlfriend. Then the dance is over. Yeah? As long as you're dancing, it's great. But if you start thinking, I got this, you're bye-bye. Yeah? It's totally economical. It pairs you down. There's no baggage. There's no great wealth of information you need, do you? Or you, you got the, the constant example of what's happening here. You're conscious. What if consciousness isn't what's bringing your life? Like I like to say in sobriety, your day is, is brought to you by sobriety. Like a, this is the sponsor for your freaking show. Your whole day is brought to you by sobriety. Yeah? Our whole day is brought to us by awareness. Without awareness, there'd be no day. There'd be no you, no matter how proud, profoundly important it is to be thought about, there would be no you as an object to be thought about. There'd be no awareness of it. Yet, how much are we giving credence to or honoring the mother and father of all that's begotten here? Awareness. Without it, nothing would be noted. Take that awareness and then make it a verb I do. I'm aware. What a claiming. It's unbelievable. I'm aware. Then awareness, not seen as the goal, is used to find other goals. Yeah? I want to use this awareness, you know, to find what I'm really looking for. When what you're looking for is what's looking, the awareness. Yet the mind wants to throw it into a, a form of slavery. I'm now going to use my awareness to become a, aware of what I want to be aware of. Yeah? Instead of the surrender and the abandonment to the fact 
of awareness precedes any appearance of you that has been claimed as me. I'll tell you, a little honoring goes a long way. A little honoring goes a long way. If you can just honor those free samples you've had, when you sense a a spaciousness, a presence, to honor that, build like a, a living temple there as you. Honor it for a second. It's not a tool to be used for your own bondage. To become hyper aware of your thoughts so that they bind you all day to things that aren't happening. But the awareness to let it be what it is, you know? An unclaimed territory, not put to use, not subjugated to you as the subject, not determined like a, a like a, a merchandise. I've got a lot of awareness today. Let's see. You, know, you want to train me, so I need some more awareness. You, I like your awareness. Give me, you know, it's not like that. It's not like being produced by you sitting longer than other people are sitting in meditation postures. It's, it's free-floating, contextual, all there is at all time possibility, waiting also, in a sense, to intimate itself through expression. It does leak out here. That's what I feel happens in these talks, at least with me, for the 20 years or so that I've been in this seat assignment. The downloads that come, they don't just come with information. There's a flavor to it all. It's sort of like my ongoing relationship with awareness, you know, in a sense. I feel a flavor of it as it comes through. And somehow it's produced such an aura in me I've seen it wipe out 40 years of stories in a split second. Yeah, One glimpse of that original face and all the tears that have gone down this one are dismissed. Yes. The, uh, it's worthy of being honored. It's like, what is a pause but that? When a pause happens in your life, you know those times when you're just sitting around and something, it's like you hear something peculiar, why, yeah, let's, why not? It would be nice maybe to stop. <laughs> you know, sort of comply with the pause's request, like pause, and then maybe honor it before you go on to your next affair for the day, you know? Maybe, maybe build these little temples, these little five-second altars every once in a while, and see what happens if the attention and interest you think is yours is sort of abandoned or put on that altar. Yes? Just freely given. Hey, do with do with do with it with what you will, and then see what your interest and attention does. Yeah. And that where what it will do will intimate where what's directing it. Yeah. Just like it intimates what's directing it now all day. People are hyper aware of their thoughts in their head. They can't go to sleep at night. They'd like to be able to turn that thing off. They have to take pills and shit because they're hyper-aware or conscious of the thought system because what they're honoring is the object of the thought system, you, as an action figure. My mind is cherishing this little bauble, and of course the system now revolves around that cherishing. It's just serving the master, basically. (laughs) What would happen if 
that was seen not to be so honor, so uh, worthy of attention. You would lose interest in it and gain interest in others. Yes, your little plans and designs will be seen as just that. You'd be put to maybe you would open up to larger possibilities. Yes. Maybe you would be of service. Maybe you'd be put to good use during your days. Going not not anywhere near the plan of your day. Yeah. You would just be things would happen, people would meet. And then you would through all those different dance partners, something would be intimated through each one. Because each touch, you think it's individual, but the same touches in each one of them. You sense the presence that they used to call it as the beloved, yes? You sense the presence of that that which can't be seen or noted, but maybe can intimate through us. You know, you can build your resume up. I don't think when the push comes to shove, it's going to help at all. Yeah. I think abandonment is the way. I think being in total insecurity is the most secure spot. It's in the I don't know that I know the most, or the least, really, which to me is the most. <laughs> the most is what seems to be the least. The least amount of knowledge seems like you have the, like the most knowledge you can have is the least amount of it. <laughs> so I always like to explain or share about what's not happening, yes, or what we're not, because you can never, like the Tao says, you can never, whoever speaks about, whoever says, speaks the Tao, it can't be the Tao, yeah? you can't put word to this. So it's a fruitless point to try to describe what's indescribable, but you can describe what is in appearance, because you're seeing it all day. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing it all freaking day. Yeah. And if all this information that is guarded by seeing it all day distills into one beautiful, convincing little whack, yeah, I'm not that. Shit, that's valuable knowledge. Because everyone I see in the day who's really suffering, they would die to have five seconds of I'm not that. <laughs> that's what they were shooting up for. They thought the drugs would give them five seconds of I'm not that. Yeah? That's why they just got arrested for stalking charges, because they thought the woman, being with her, was going to give me a little bit of eye on that. <laughs> but if I'm not that... <laughs>
when you sense the presence of interest and attention, it's not a, it's not a, a like a tool or a, or a gadget you use to promote you, but it's a, you sense it. You have a sense of it. You sense attention and interest. You sense awareness. You have the ability to. Your mind reflects. It can reflect that. Mind can reflect nothing just as much as it can reflect something. We're addicted to something, so that's how our vision is is uh, programmed. But the same mind can reflect nothing just as easy. Yeah, and that's like a lifelong uh, infinite gaze when you are reflecting nothing. Lifelong infinite gaze. start anywhere, it doesn't stop anywhere. Wherever you thought it began, that's the center of it. Yeah? And you're never going to light on, on a thing, so you're going to constantly be seeing nothing. Yeah? All the while, this is doing what it's doing, seeing things. It's, 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 this has that programming. But that doesn't mean you have this programming. It only means when you're, when this use of me, then you think it's, you have this programming. Yeah? But the mind sees nothing. It sees nothing. It sees it just like your eye would see a bird if it flew by the window. Mind is seeing nothing now, just screaming, nothing. It's like very spacious. In other words, your mind goes as far as mind goes. Yeah. Every 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 point of it is clear and awake. Yeah. It doesn't build up more clarity. Every point, and I don't believe it ever comes to an end. Streaming. It could leaven your little daily me- meals a little bit. <laughs> Give you a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you really got some defense if you're defenseless. You really do. It is just like in AA, it says, it's in the admittance of powerlessness that you have power. When you admit that you're powerless, you never experience being powerless. When you admit being powerless, you experience power. It's when you don't admit your powerlessness and you attempt to exert power, then you experience powerlessness because people don't do what you want. (laughs) It's just that simple. No matter how much you want them to do it, they're not budging. It looks like you have no power. Yeah? But if you admit your powerlessness, you have power because then you let things be as they are, yes? What a wonderful concept, isn't it? Let things be as they are. Take your cue from this moment, and you may be fighting the next moment. Who knows? There's no way, it's not written in stone how you'll be. Yeah? But you'll be, it's like, it's like a, you know when you jumped over ponds and have rocks in it? It's like lighting on each rock. Yeah? yeah. You don't know it's a, it's all like a dance in a way. It keeps it's very fluid, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah? I see it, like this lady at my house. 